What up and welcome to a podcast of Mo. I am Mo. This is episode 175. On this episode, we are joined by Snappy, where we talk about our Patreon, merch shop, dog breeding, religion, Megan Fox, sex talk, COVID, Bubba Watson, Ada protest, Gator Bait, Civil War, Joe Jorgensen, music spinoff, Father's Day, cops, and insurance. Uh, thanks for checking us out. podcast with mo what up we're joined by snappy hello hello uh how's your week been man uh you know normal busy working uh working with this dog which we'll get into later after all the announcements right um well, hell yeah. I know. Just going back to work, I'm sure, is just like pain in the ass. It's, I have to do it next week. It's so. exhausting, but it's like I went from, you know, working 40 hours a week for four years to working 52 a week. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a little tired. For sure. I just got to get back into the rhythm. Um, if someday we could quit our jobs, if people would just go to our Patreon and get so much money that we could just keep this uh, this thing rolling. I know. All y'all, see, the religious people give fake a fake person 10%. So if you, if our friends that don't believe in religion, which I know is a lot of y'all, will just give your real friends 10%. Right. Hey, there we go. Win-win. We win. will take your time. Um, I think we qualify as religion. We have a meeting place every week, the internet, um, you know, all that stuff. So anyway, we'll think about it. Anyway, patreon.com slash the podcast with Mo. Um, I don't know if you can do a write off and say it's a religious tithe, <laughs> but I mean the IRS can't audit everyone, so you always have some sort of. We're a nonprofit percent. organization. I uh, know I don't well, donate all. I mean I don't make a profit really because I spend it all on the business, but I don't give it to any sort right. of uh, good charity. I think you have to do like fifty one percent of everything you make has to go to helping other people to be qualified as non-profit. It is. You're helping me come on and do something I've never done. All right. I mean, if you're the charity, possibly. I'm <laughs> a charity case, fellas. Possibly. Um, all right. Got to shout out my mom, Hurricane Haynes, uh, Pow Wow, Marshall, Darmanisha, Bears, our co-producers. And then this week, just to give an update, we went with the diamond sauce again. So that seems to be Snappy's choice these days. Man, it's $34 with tax for a whole gram. Yeah, it seems it like a good deal. It fits my budget. And I actually know that I like it. Is it my favorite? No. But I know that I like it rather than spend 40 50 60 and keep being disappointed and not feeling anything. Uh, 30 bucks, man. Right. I'm in. A change I'm about to make, I think it's in purchasing, because I still like some flour, too, is, you know, I normally try to get some of the, like, the premium flour, you know, and, like, the grammed it out or whatever. I'm like, yeah, I'll get the expensive shit a little bit. Um, but lately, it's not been that good. So I'm like, I'm just about to get the whole, you know, ounce specials for... You know, whatever lower price. Yeah, there's a guy like a certain tier of pods are selling for like 150. Hell, I. Yeah, I'm about to just be like, fuck it. Let's just do that because their good shit isn't. Maybe it's because the dabs. Maybe the dabs have ruined it. But either way, I'm like, eh, it's not as good anymore. Um, I like to think it because I have come across some good flour. I think when I do, I'm like, oh, this is still good. I can still enjoy it. So I don't think the dabs ruin everything. But I know that is some issues for people. Um, and also, we have a merch shop, uh, which I'll put a link to that. And uh, we sell some podcasts, T-shirts, hats, all that stuff. It's pretty cool. So check that shit out. Um, so what's going on with your dog, man? Okay, we recently had a litter of puppies. Uh, my dog, Mary Jane, had a litter of puppies. Only four survived. It was kind of a rough deal. I ain't never breeding again. 
Right. Uh-huh. I'm just not. I don't have the heart for it. Right. Uh, but one of them, three pups are walking. They're going on four weeks today. And one of them still scooting around. He's got what they call swimmer's legs. Right. So they kick out like a rabbit's. Oh, shit. So we're taping them together, and he's actually propping up on them, but you really have to encourage him. Yeah, so it's like a whole other So I'm going to go home and build this little board ramp that basically is basically wide enough for him so he can't widen his arms out, and then he'll have to walk. So we do that like three, four hours a day. Hopefully within a week he should be walking. Yeah, it sucks for sure. Because, I mean, it's crazy because in the wild, not that dogs would exist in the wild because humans made them or whatever, but, like, you know, if that happened to an animal, that would just kind of be left. Well, yeah. You I, mean, I mean, and then, like, and then we made the mistake of, uh, you know, not being in the dog breed and not knowing, you know, don't pick your puppies till, like, four to six weeks because, you know, they change so much. And my son had his heart set on this one. Right. So it happened to be the one my son picked out. So that's been another whole debacle. Right. Because, I mean, my nine-year-old is a, he's, he's an emotional kid, man. I mean, he, he, he cares about everything and everybody. Right. Uh, he's, he got a big old heart. He, well, he, hopefully that'll come in handy so. and he'll be on top of helping the dog. Oh, uh, he's, uh, he's been, he's been pretty adamant about helping. So. Right. Well, hell Yeah. Well, that sucks, but at least hopefully y'all have ways to yeah, working right, on it. Right now, my wife's been looking it up a lot because, you know, I've been working ridiculous hours. So she's got them taped up, and but we still have to get him out away from the others. Right. Makes sense. And then there's one. She's a real kind of aggressive girl. She keeps fucking with him. So MJ will jump back in the pool and knock her ass over. <laughs> like, she'll come up and just fucking start gnawing on his head and shit, you know? It's like, oh, you can't fucking move. Well, he could move, but just not fast enough because, right. I mean, she's just, she's always been up and at him. Right. Well, that's, I mean, just a perfect example of uh, how humans are, too. You know, people and pick uh, on yeah. the other ones or whatever. It just always uh, kind of comes out in animals. Um, so I don't talk about, I'm not supposed to talk about my work, but yeah. uh, we have this one, uh, job coach lady. She doesn't work there, but she's supposed to be coaching another employee that needs help coaching. Right. But so a coach I, consultant. I haven't seen anything that needs this, but I don't know the story. So right. dude uh, said, Hey, who won such and such election? And I'm not working up front helping to win on my, I don't know. I don't talk about politics. And she runs over here, and then she starts telling me about fucking Jesus Christ and God. The coach did? Yes. Oh, okay. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm trying to humor, trying to be nice. Right. And I was like, yeah, yeah, my mom's... Not that a religious person would ever humor a non-religious person And I was just like, uh, yeah, my mom prays for me constantly. She always (laughs) says she prays for me. She goes... Well, you tell her her prayers been answered because I was supposed to be in that chair and you were supposed to come back here so I could tell you about Jesus again and get get you back on track because it's coming. Why do you think the world's messing up? And I was like, oh my god! Like finally, the other manager realized what was going on. So, like, hey Eric, I need you. We got something unplugged back here. I mean, I need your help, and they got me out of the situation. Right. I think she, uh, she wouldn't let it go, and I was telling the gym, she's like, "They're not supposed to talk about." It. I said, "I know." Yeah, that's crazy. See, and to me, if we want to talk about privileges, I feel like that's part of the Christianity privilege because it is the dominant religion in America. If someone's preaching Christianity or maybe Catholicism as well, I haven't, we don't have many Catholics where we're at, uh, you do not get shit for it. 
I mean, people can act like they take shit or whatever. You don't. You get a free pass to talk about Jesus all you want all day, and no one can really be rude to you about it. I was trying to be nice and respectful. Just that's the way I am. I'm not right. And, and sometimes it's a little much. Talks, for... I guess she just got done eating something and respects the food on the side of her cheek, and I quit quit looking <laughs> at them, so it made it even worse. Right? Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Um, definitely been in many scenarios because I don't like to get into again. I'm not even that anti-religious. I just, I don't care. And that is like the worst thing, I guess, to people who care greatly. <laughs> They're like, how could you not care? You're going to go to hell. But um, you always try to be nice and respectful. And then uh, sometimes, though, it gets to a point where I'm like, holy fuck. I mean, I may get a lot of hate for this statement, but the way I think about it is like, if I was a god and controlled everything and I created something... And there are fucking kids getting raped and murdered and all this shit. I would have fucking 86 it immediately. Right. I would have wiped it off or fucking done, dealt with that. There would be no pedophiles. Yeah. You know, whenever, you know, Sodom and Gomorrah happened or Noah's Ark and all that shit, it seems like they should have, God could have came in and touched his feet. But then again, I get it. There's uh, a perspective and a lens that people who believe have of like, well, God doesn't do that because it's a testimony. I, there's an argument for all of this. But, but just, right, I'm with you. If my gut is like, I don't know. I can't stand for that. I can't stand for like a, a priest uh, being a pedophile, touching a kid, and then all he has to do is ask for forgiveness and he can get into heaven. That's, uh, I don't know. No, sounds... I would have like destroyed my creation. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not going to lie about it. I mean, maybe yeah. that might be inhumane or whatever. But, but it doesn't matter. You're not a human. God, You're God. Not, yes. <laughs> I, I don't know. That's, that's my thoughts on it. It may be wrong. You may not like it. I'm sorry. But, man, that's the way I feel about it. As long as kids are being abused and neglected and raped and I can't, I can't, right. I can't get on board. So I have something on my list here. We can kind of go on this. Today I was reading about, you know, Megan Fox from the Transformers. I do. Uh, movies. Uh, back when those came out, and I hate the Transformers movies. I remember seeing Transformers 1 with Rusty, and we were way too close to the screen, and then it was moving too fast, and I was like, this sucks. I don't understand why anyone likes us. Um, but I understand people do. But I remember thinking, like, oh, yeah, Megan Fox, super attractive. You know, everyone, I think, would say that. And she's super hypersexualized, but some stuff's come up, some, like, from her past, right? Of, like, at the time, uh, the makeup people on set released all the statements against her, saying how she was horrible to work with because she has all these trashy tra tattoos and she should be a porn star and all these, like, crew members. And it was all because she said Michael Bay ran his set like Hitler and then everyone got offended who works for Michael Bay. And then she told another story about Michael Bay, about when she was 15, I believe it was. She's in Bad Boys 2. She's an extra, and she's like, yeah, Michael Bay put me in a Stars and Strass bikini and Six Inch Hills when I was 15 in 10th grade. And she's telling this story on Jimmy Kimmel show a long time ago. And then she's like, whenever they said I couldn't sit at the bar, then his idea was, well, I'll put her under a waterfall because she wasn't old enough to be sitting at the bar legally or whatever. And so... And then Jimmy Kimmel on the show, again, this was recorded back when, like, Transformers was coming out, uh, was all like, yeah, that's hot, or whatever. And then I'm like, I've never, and I've said this on this podcast forever, or whatever, and I even recently, I think we talked about, like, the way older guys, like, our age or older, have some sort of thing for a teenage girl, I just, that's just as much as being a pedophile to me. Right. I, I mean, I get she has tits or whatever, and she can technically have kids, and if this was fucking the 1500s, you could marry her, blah, blah. I'm not saying that's not true. I'm saying, like, how do you not see an innocent kid yeah. 
there used to be this old thing where people would say check for and you'd look up front at the front counter. This is basically any restaurant you work at. Right. There'd be a fairly hot woman up there. Of course, we was all college kids at the time. Mind right. mind you, I was not 39, 40. Right. I, I mean, I was, I was barely in college, you know, 18, 19. And then sometimes they would do it, and I'm like, do you mean check for in four? You know, like in four years, maybe? I mean, right. what, what are you talking about here? Because you look up and it'd be some young. You're like, come on, man. Yeah, and there that and is I, the I thing. was even nineteen twenty, and I was felt it uncomfortable. Right, I agree. I think you know, I guess I think if you're eighteen in high school, and like a fourteen, fifteen year old girl at a party, you know, is like a freshman, you're a senior. I don't. I think that's probably the only time that I'm like, I get it, because you're in whatever. You're in the same peer group, right? You're in the same like y'all see each other, whatever. Right. But I think as soon as like you're in college, and you're still, because I had a good friend in college uh, who dated his high school girlfriend and she just looked young i'm like i get it i get y'all dated before but like you look like a grown-up and she looks like a kid and that's just and maybe that's fucked and someday who cares because you'll catch up but i'm like it's just creeps me out and these scenarios are like 16 year like people like there's grown men who like are obsessed over that girl from stranger things i don't know her name but she's really fucking famous right and then she like dated at like 13 like this 30 year old director and people like knew about it. I'm like, this is fucking the creepiest shit. So I think it just goes to further prove this Hollywood shit of like, they're all pedophiles. I think everyone in the government and everyone in Hollywood are pedophiles. And it's just weird to me. Like, and I think it's weird because when we were younger, that would happen for sure. Guys, you know, older, you know, men would see girls of whatever our age when we were younger and be like, oh, she looks good or whatever. Kind of like the Matthew McConaughey character, right? Yeah. Like that was a very Best much. thing about high school girls, I get older, they stay the same age. Right. And those guys I mean, totally that was a existed. Famous line. Right. I mean, yeah. And those guys totally existed or whatever. So I thought, like, oh, that must be how all guys are. But now that I'm an adult man, I'm like, that is not at all what I attracts have me. daughters. Right. I mean, yes, I probably looked at one or two, and then I was like, immediately felt bad. And then now that you got kids, you're just like, ugh. Right. Uh, and I don't even have kids. Or, but right. I just, like, what attracts I'm just like, well, I'm 30. It's weird. I, I don't know. It's, it, it is weird. So I just want to bring that up and shame everyone listening to this that feels that way. So y'all need to rethink how y'all's fucking brains work if you're out there. Um, and I think Megan Fox took a lot of shit off transformers and it was really just people blackballing her because she wasn't having people not getting called out i just really liked her because she was like you got tattoos and they uh, associate why is porn being a porn star so fucking bad obviously you're a fucking attractive or if you're a man you got a big old johnson whatever right obviously you got stuff that people search for and want and need and Pornhub is how big a billion dollar industry? Right. Well, I think. I mean, fuck. I mean, why are they looking at it so bad? People do this. People use this. I mean, I mean, I agree. I don't think people should worry, but I think it's a lack of sexual education. I think a lot of guys out there, and this may be a surprise to some guys, they believe that if like anything larger than their penis goes inside of a girl's vagina, then their penis in the future <laughs> will no longer touch the walls of the vagina, and that vagina is ruined forever. But here's the thing. That's just not fucking true. It's just not. Now, maybe if you're in like a horrible, like, oh, I don't want to say being a micro penis person is horrible, but I'm sure it's its own, it's its own challenges, right? <laughs> and maybe in that scenario, but I think like for the average person, it'll be fine. It'll like, oh, it's fine forever. Like, I don't know. Maybe when they're real old, I don't know. I haven't been there yet. You know, I'm right. not. I'm still relatively young, but I do think guys think that because I remember being in school and they're like, 
oh, that girl hooked up with that dude, and he has a big dick. I can't fuck her now. It's a hot dog down the hallway. Well, you can't help but think like, if you got a donkey and a chihuahua, just the hoe ain't going to be the same. No, no. Now, I yeah, think, yeah, that, I mean, that's, that's a thought. I think the thought that you won't be as good as that guy <laughs> is totally relevant. I think you thinking of a vagina is ruined, right. and that seems to be what guys imply. When it's like, no, no, you just probably... I don't know, man. I felt many different vaginas. <laughs> There's been different sizes and shapes and comforts and fits. This and- is very true. This is very true. Um, sometimes it's... Uh, some are just... Uh, they are what they are, you know? Some... Well, Some I are more mean, elastic you got to explain others. it. Sometimes you fit together with a person like a fucking puzzle piece. Right, exactly. And other times that shit just doesn't work. Right. That's why the whole not having sex before marriage is a terrible idea. Right. That's in my opinion. I know some people uh, would disagree, but I completely agree like with that. test driving a car, man. Right. You get in there and that shit don't feel right. I ain't trying to be in that some bitch every day. Right. I got payments now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm the other, hear you, man. So if you have any questions, suggestions, or corrections, please email us at a podcast with Mo. That is a p o d c a s t w i t h m o at gmail.com. Perfect. Boom. Um. All right. More serious stuff because it's on my list. <laughs> Coronavirus is on the rise. Oh shit. So we flattened the curve for a little bit, like on the little thing, but it's back. It's going up again. So um, that's not good. Apparently, some hospitals in certain places are filling up. So it's doubled. It's gone up 225% in Oklahoma in the last two weeks. So um, I don't know how stuff's going to go. I know I'm reporting back to work next week where I have to be there in person, which is fine. It's just like, oh, I think we're, I don't know. I think everyone's just going to be jumping the gun a little bit. Um, I don't know. I went to get me a new set of tires right before I come here. The guy ordered them, said they'll be in tomorrow. Right. And, of course, he had the numbers written. He pulled out this little piece of paper. I've known this guy for years. And uh old man. And uh pulls out this piece of paper. Had all the numbers written down. He's like, all right, this is how many cases we have. This is how many deaths we have. This is how many survived. He goes, this was as of this morning. He goes, now the death rate is less than 1%. Right. That was his argument. Yeah. So. I, I, I've i been saying that as well. So he's like, we might as well live. I would agree. Now, I think the other argument would be like, sorry, my wife's like, why well, have asthma? So I'll be the one that dies. Or um, A-top blood is apparently people more die there. Me and Kubi both have A-top blood. See, so, I don't <laughs> know what my blood type is. Right. And uh, so I do think I have a feeling, you know, like if I got out, I would probably live, you know, but who knows? You could always be that one out of 100 people. Um, and so that's the argument is like, people are like, yeah, but if that one out of a hundred, someone in your family, then you don't give a fuck that it's only 1%. So I get that argument. Um, but I'm also the type of person that tells everyone y'all shouldn't have more than one kid between two people so we can get this population under control. So I can't really very well say like, well, let's worry about like a half percent of people when I'm not over here, like don't have fucking kids. I guess guess kind of like mandatory signing up for the military for males when you're 18. Once you have a kid, you got to get snipped. Yeah. I guess. I feel like that's the way you got to do it. Well, I mean, I know it's one-sided, but it is what it is, man. We got to take responsibility, guys. You know. (laughs) And because guys can't be trusted. I don't understand these people that, like, want their birth control paid for. 
Um, it's like you want to play, pay. I have to pay to play. Yeah, but it's a little because it it benefits both sides. Like it benefits everyone for people for the American population not to have a bunch of people having kids out of wedlock. Typically, well, I mean, I'm cool that they. So, don't. like, if everyone, if you could go somewhere and just like get birth control pills, and everyone could do it, it probably could help. Like, as far as. America at large, I think probably there's some studies that suggest that if women are going to college, getting degrees, all this stuff, it's better for America as opposed to having kids with like their teenagers. I think birth control should be covered under insurance. I do. Right. But like there, some of the stuff I read, some of these people are like bitching about they can't afford fucking condoms and shit. Come on. Right. Well, we can't afford condoms. We can't have sex. So there you go. I mean, that's like, come on, man. I mean, are you feeling that bad? I mean... Right. Uh, you go to the health department, they do give out free condoms, or they used to. Yeah. Uh, you had to eat a little crow and, yeah. you know, show up in a public place where people seen you. And- I just can't. In my opinion, if you can't afford condoms because you don't have a job. And if you don't have a job, you shouldn't have sex because it could end in a baby. And then you shouldn't well, have a baby I if mean, you don't have a job. People don't understand that you watch the movie scene, sex doesn't happen like that. You accidentally fucking... Put your elbow on her hair or, or fucking, it might not roll. It doesn't go as smooth as they always put out to right. be. Dude, so, then, so what happens is you're drunk and fumbling around, and nine times out of ten, they say, fuck it. You know, I've been there. I've done it. Right. I I remember, um, not because you don't know a lot of stuff when you're younger, because like, we had really horrible sex education in southern Oklahoma when I was coming up. And... uh you know, I knew a condom worked or whatever, but I always thought, like, well, as long as you have a condom on, then you can basically just come while you're having sex because it's all in the condom, which theoretically you can. But I didn't realize, like, condoms could rip. Yeah, or, you know, yeah, I mean, you're still sitting there smashing away to some already, you know, lube into the end of the deal. I mean, come on, what's going to happen, man? Right. So, like, I didn't realize that. And so, like, I remember having sex a few times in high school with condom and just been like, all right, yep, I came while we're having sex. And it was all in the car and it stayed and it was everything was fine. And then maybe being in college and then one time it was like real quick, like, pulled that one was like, oh, I ripped right through that one really fast. I was like, holy shit, you can rip through. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, it was like all this, like, flashbacks of like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. Um, this isn't good. So, yeah. You, but people don't know that shit because um, at least where we live, I think for whatever reason, they would rather preach abstinence and just don't have sex, which I think um, – I think, sure, that's great. I think people who do wait until they're adults, I think it – they probably – they're glad they did. You know, I'm sure I'm sure a lot of people are really glad they did. But I do think it's a little unrealistic whenever teenagers have so many hormones and stuff. They're like – just chances are they are going to – they're going to. You know what I mean? So it's like, I mean, you can hope all you want. But well, I didn't until I was 17. Hell, I was halfway through my junior year. Right. I was 17 as well. But then I went off like a fucking rabbit in a fucking wild forest. Yeah. There you go. I mean, that's what you got to do. I was addicted. I mean, it is. Anything releases serotonin, you know, <laughs> basically. Um, all right. Another thing that happened big this week is uh, Bubba Watson NASCAR stuff. And this took a whole lot of turns, so I'm glad I've waited. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> uh, to bring this up. Um, so Bubba Watson is this, uh, I don't know, like some black dude. I mean, I say something. Like he doesn't necessarily look black right off the bat. Like if someone just was like, that's Bubba Watson. I wouldn't have been like, that's a black dude. But I do know he's black because everyone makes a big deal about it. Right? right. Not that I'd be like, I'm colorblind. But anyway, that's just my opinion there. And so some race thing happened where he, they found a noose in his locker. And it was like, oh, fuck, that's crazy. And I figured it was in retaliation to the Confederate flag being banned from NASCAR. Right. People being mad or something. Right. And so they say they found a noose in his locker. 
uh, in his garage and all this shit. And then while people were investigating it, uh, on some page I followed, some guy laid out this big like, well, here's all the evidence that there wasn't actually ever a noose, right? And then they laid out this whole thing of like the rope handles on these garages. I've seen uh, that's the only picture I've seen before I come over here of this story, so that's why I know what you're talking about, right? I've seen those on garages all my life, on, right. on the pull-up doors. Right. Because they hang on that hook. So, right. So here's, at first, I'm trying to go in order of what I saw. So then I heard like, oh, this guy's like, it's, it's always here. But he was showing, I thought, black nylon top ropes in this guy's picture. Like, that's normally what's on the door, like a black nylon rope or whatever. No, it's usually the white frayed okay. or the regular rope. All right, so um, anyway, this guy was showing pictures of stuff, and I was like, oh, well, maybe I could see it being a misunderstanding for sure, you know? And um, and even then, I wasn't like, even if it was a misunderstanding, I think the fact NASCAR, if they thought that happened and they had the FBI investigating and everything, I think they made a good thing of like, yeah, we aren't, we're not standing for that I'm glad shit. glad they took action. Right, they're, they're just like, we're not Na- standing for it. NASCAR's, uh, they've made the right decision so far. Right, I think they're like, commissioner or whatever he is came out and he goes, anyone who wants to rock a Confederate flag or a jackass or something. I was like, I think he's again. like, well, hey, Roger Goodell, watch this. This is how you do this. Right, so um, <laughs> anyway, and then it came out yesterday from when it's recording it, the FBI came out and said it was... There was not a noose, or there wasn't like someone went and made a noose and laid it here, but it was part of the garage door thing, right? Good. And so the FBI released that, you know, and so they, they just want everyone to know. Now, then some Bubba Watson basically came out and said, hey, from what I saw, you know, I didn't have that information, but from what I was shown to me, it was a noose. And that's all I saw. And so I was reacting to that, you know. And so I felt like, oh, even that was pretty. Like, everything's kind of working out here. But then I saw the picture you're talking about that looks like literally a noose on a rope on their garage door. And then people were saying on that that they've been in all these garages and they've never seen them made like a noose. They may be ropes with loops, but they very rarely had the noose sort of the hanging mechanism, you know, part of the noose. So that they aren't – so someone may have made it that way. But – also, they claimed that the car garages weren't assigned that early for someone to know where Bubba Watson would have been in the garage. All right, so, like, there's all this conflicting information. Either way, I think it's good people are like, hey, nooses are bad to give to black people, you know, or whatever. But um, I don't know if it was malicious or if it was a misunderstanding. Like, that's just where we're at right Man, now. Man, I hope it was a misunderstanding. Me too. I did too. Like I said, the FBI, Watson, that's what they said. A, I, I like Bubba Watson. You know, he's like the... He's like the black guy that broke the barrier for NASCAR, really. I mean, right. you know, he got in, you know. Right. I paved the way for everybody else, you know. Yeah, I mean. So he's like a standing up. It is. I, I always that. thought it was strange that NASCAR was so redneckish, um, only because I didn't think there was necessarily anything appropriately about NASCAR that speaks I redneck to me. I think it was like rednecks like working on cars, and then they probably had tweakers that was in a mechanic crew that like <laughs> tweaking with cars. Right. I just think that's how it happened. It was a c- cultural thing, maybe. They just liked working See, on I cars. I think of, I guess, Fast and Furious seems so diverse. I'm like, other cultures like cars. Right. Why aren't they into stock cars? You well, know? I mean, then you got your, you know, several. It's kind of like bull riding, I guess. You know, you got lots of black people do it. but Well, now bull riding, because I've checked in somewhat recently on it, is almost dominated completely by Brazilians. Wow. Because uh, the American cowboy, and maybe they'll get in this in Red Dead Redemption 3, you know, or something someday. Uh, they had to leave America. There was no place for them. So they went to South America because that cowboy life still lived on there for a few more decades or whatever. Um, so it seems to, that's like 
where all these awesome bull riders are coming from in South America at the moment. Um, if anyone's curious on bull riding. Um, also, let's see what else. We, we had all kinds of shit this week. People were lying, and I think this is very odd. Uh, there's this rumor going around the country that the Ada protest was so peaceful because 600 armed citizens of Ada met a, a protesters being bussed in from Tulsa and told them, you get out of our town. We don't want you here. And they, they wrote them off. And people believe that. I've seen people in Oklahoma share it in other I've towns. Heard none of this. And said, like, we got to be like Ada. We got to stand up for our town. And I'm like, if y'all want to be real honest, and I know no one listens to this podcast, there were a few white dudes with assault rifles there because I've talked to people there. And they said most people were kind of laughing at them because they were sitting there by buildings like someone was going to loot them. And everyone was like, this is a fucking peaceful pro. Like, those guys were laughed at, right? right? Because they kind of were over, they were being dramatic. And then the fucking people were walking peacefully with their signs. And there's several videos. I mean, they're, right. they're everywhere. And so now these people made up this whole, like, well, it was only peaceful because all these armed people stopped over 600 peoples on buses outside of Aiden. I'm like, that's just not true. Maybe it is. Okay. I don't really have proof it's not true, but ain't no one heard that shit until fucking recently and i'm like the i doubt i heard i heard someone at the beginning tried to pull up with a truckload of bricks to add something on and everyone just ignored it right it was trying to bait them and then there was one owner supposedly in camo on his roof with a gun i heard that was kind of a rumor though right like he's trying to do the the whole korean type he, dude yeah. thing yeah so anyway i just had to get that here in case you know no one else ever talked about it but everything i've heard it was super fucking peaceful i've heard nothing else and i live in ada and i talk to the ada community so where y'all's getting y'all's information it is false correct um all right another thing because you know a lot of racist shit's getting canceled you know at the moment which i think's good i'm not for against racist shit being canceled um but the florida university gator bait chant is getting canceled now I think this is an example of maybe this was racist at some time, but I just highly doubt anyone currently saying it is racist. So the backstory is um, back in the South, you know, they used to use baby slaves as alligator bait. Oh, come on. So they just, I mean, like that's horrible. It's horrible to think about or whatever. And they call, you know, it's a gator bait. There's all kinds of cartoons drawn and, you know, horrible racist shit of calling them gator bait. Now, People are saying because they have a chant for Florida, who are the Florida Gators, about Gator bait, that I that's racist. Gator Chomp. There's two of them, I guess. Because at first I thought they were talking about the Gator Chomp. I guess there's two. There's the Gator I Chomp. Was the... Right. There's that. And I guess there's also something of Gator bait, which they are claiming they're, they only say the, the black opponent. I don't know. But there's black people that play for Florida. I'm like, I don't. I, I watch know. football constantly and have never seen or heard this. Right. So. so it's become a thing. Now, where I'm like, I don't think anyone would disagree with you if you're like, hey, I think it's horrible that they use black babies as alligator bait. I 100% agree. I don't think that has anything to do with any current Florida chant about gator bait. Now, again, people are like, you're just naive, and the systematic racism is deep. But I'm like, I just don't think any 19-year-old getting drunk in Florida is even thinking about that shit. They're just like, what's the hell did that chant go? Yeah, let's do that chant. You know, in the, I don't know. I just think it's... It's one of those things. Wow. Now, Aunt Jemima, of course, has been a big news story where people are – I just love the fact um, – I'm not going to say conservatives. I'm going to say Republicans. I love that Republicans are more like – you know, they call everyone snowflakes, but then they're like, oh, well, they're changing Aunt Jemima. And they're like, how dare they change Aunt Jemima? I'm like, kind of seem a little snowflakey about this about this ordeal. Um, but there's like these pictures that came out of the original ads where Aunt Jemima's legs chained to a table 
So it's like, yeah, I mean, she was. was I, I get it. Like, I think it makes sense to change. I see how we're throwing a fit. The person that was on the bottle, though, she had a, like, super successful career, right? Well, right, yeah. She made a lot so of money. So was it not, like, celebrating her? Or, um, or is I, it just from where it originated from? Right. I See, I think she would probably took advantage of this time period and was like, well, I'll, I'll chain myself to this table. And that's going to sell it to white people. I don't think that necessarily means you have to still do it nowadays. Right. You know, kind of like everyone um, is like destroying Confederate monuments, destroying history. And I'm like, you don't go to monuments to learn history. You just don't. Like the Berlin Wall came down in Germany. We all know what the fucking Berlin Wall was. Like shit fucking gets destroyed all the time when you know about it. I let, don't. Let me say something about the Civil War, though. Some of these motherfuckers didn't have a choice on where they fought. Well, right. I just want so I just want people to understand that. I mean, a lot of people did, and they were all gun ho about it. But some of these people, hell, if they wanted to go fight for the North and against slavery, they couldn't get across the lines. They would have got captured and killed. Right. I mean, a I lot mean, of. I mean, it's like any other war throughout right. history. I completely agree. Like, I just I don't think everybody takes for a pause and realize, like, okay, some of the American people didn't have a choice. Right, but I do think whenever. I think when your side fought for slavery and you have hundreds of years to look back on it, you just don't, you shouldn't be proud of it. I just don't think you should. Even if people are like, well, that's my grandpa. I'm like, yeah, but, and I get your, you can still love your great grandfather's legacy without, if, if, especially if they didn't believe in I slavery. Mine goes back to like World War One, so I don't know. I don't have any affiliation. Well, right. Cause it's so long ago. I don't even ago. know my people that from the Civil War days. Right. To me, it's kind of funny that people use the whole like, well, no black person alive today was a slave and no white person owned slaves today no i agree with that i i mean i know it is a um in america right i'm trying to think of the word here i know it's insensitive to have that viewpoint to a lot of people because i do kind of have that like i just don't want to care about anyone's race i just want to be equal and move on and everyone's like that's bad um but in that same way if no one owned slaves or whatever none of y'all fucking fought in the civil war either but y'all fucking cling to it like you did you know Man, I- and the Confederacy only lasted four years. Some they reason like it was the Confederate a... flag associates to me with Hank Williams Jr. It's like I don't know why. But I'm sure he had it on a cover. Because, or no, something. well, he had it on all his stuff, and a lot of people I grew up with listened to that era of country music. So some of the people I hung up with in high school, they flew their Confederate flags. I was like, I've right. never flown one, right? You know, but I mean, during high school, yes, I was associated I mean, with some of those people. From a completely so. selfish side, I just, I'm not also for it because no, no person who's ever liked the Confederate flag has lied to me. You know what I mean? Like that sort of white right. person, they don't like meet me and they're like, let's be friends. They're typically like, oh. Well, I don't uh, like that guy. And I'm like, okay, I don't like you. So I was a little town called Long Grove. We <laughs> didn't have much. I mean, I, yeah. Shit. But I came to college. I was like, a lot of shit got opened up for me in college. I was no longer sheltered or like, okay, this is the information you see. Right. Well, I think, and I don't, I don't, I'm sure it's racist to say, but like, I was just called a wigger a lot as a kid. And so I'm not saying that's as bad as being a black person, how they're treated, but it is definitely a thing. And I was like, just because I listen to rap music and wear a fitted hat. Of course, you was in Warica. The next town over was a big old racist town. Which one? Ringland. Oh, yeah. That I know of. Yeah, Ringland's pretty or racist. When I was growing up, it was. I don't know about we now. Were, when I was growing up, they were more known for just everyone being on steroids. But I don't know if that's true either, but that's what everyone talked about because they ever all their guys got real big out of nowhere. And I know every time I go to Warwick to try to go to Dad's or Granny's, there's this strip in Ringland that fucking all these rednecks would fucking hang out and fucking try to hoop and holler and fucking fight with the cars going by. Yeah, so sounds about right. That was, that was a whole ordeal every time I'd go to fucking Dad's or Granny's. 
Yeah, fuck Ringling. That's how I feel about but that. But you one. had to go through there unless I wanted to fucking take four hours and go oh, yeah. the long way. Yeah. Um, oh, some real big. Um, I'm a real big fan of Joe Jorgensen. So from this point forward, if you follow me on Facebook, I'm pretty much almost exclusively sharing libertarian Joe Jorgensen memes because um, I saw another stat today that was if 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 not voting was a candidate. Like, if not voting casted a candidate for a third person or whatever, that person would have been president in the 2016 election. Because that's how people don't fucking vote. And I personally think Trump is a horrible president. Actually, I don't think he's as bad as a lot of people believed he was going to be. Because I think uh, this further proved what I learned during Obama. The president doesn't really matter. They say a lot of shit and they cause a lot of news. but And they put out initiatives. You know, like Obama put out the he wanted to do the health care stuff, but it required Congress to pass that shit. It's like the president just doesn't do anything. And so even though Trump's horrible, he ain't he doesn't have enough power to really do much. I know he's done some stuff. So people are like, but he's got rid of this and this. But like he got rid of DACA. And then the Supreme Court was like, hey, guess what? You can't do that. And so, like, we have checks. That's kind of way I think it's like some things it's like, OK, well, he can't do that. And then other ones like, well, he didn't do anything. I'm like, well, what do you want? Right. So I was like, because we have, you know, legislative, judicial, all that stuff. It has steps to go through, you know, Congress, Senate, House, you know. Right. And I think, honestly, the presidential race stuff is so it's so divided with the Republican Democrat thing that it doesn't matter if someone is awesome. If someone comes out awesome, whatever side they're for, their side will love them and the other side will hate them, even if they are the best fucking person that could ever do it. I'm a cherry picker. So. Anyway, Joe Jorgensen is a female running for the Libertarian candidate. Doctor Joe Jor- Jorgensen. Correct. Uh, her big thing so far is she wants to abolish the ATF because she says it's an organization that just exists to do unconstitutional stuff, and she would basically get rid of any gun laws that exist in America. That'd be her big thing. Is like you can own any fucking gun you want because who cares? Now I've come around in the last couple of years in my thinking because I'm not a gun person, but. So many people do have them and don't do anything horrible or hurt anybody with them. And it clearly is a mental health issue. My problem with Republicans saying that shit all the time is they don't put any money into mental health. So it's like, well, you can't just keep saying it's a mental health issue and then we ignore it. So um, I do think we should probably look into that. But I don't think a gun in and of itself is um, bad. But I don't think anyone should own like a crazy machine gun. And she would be all for anyone could of um, if be- because anyone that is mentally deranged could get one in America. You know, like, that's probably not safe. Um, but what I'm really curious about are all those fucking Democrats last time that would call me sexist for not voting for Hillary. Because I got called, you're, at least the implication of that through many of memes and, and statuses of, well, if you voted for Obama but you won't vote for Hillary, it's just because you're sexist and you don't believe a woman could do it. I'm like, all right, well, here we go. Here's a woman running. Against two old white men. So where's all the feminists that said you have to vote for a woman for president? Because I don't hear fucking anybody saying that shit. You know, they're I all. Read, I read on her a little bit and I ain't got a problem with her. Right. Okay, I got two pedophiles to choose from. Fuck it. No, let's go. I, I mean, I, I, mean, I personally, no. at the moment, you know, I don't want to be the downer. I don't think she will win, of course, but I do think for anyone that says it's a wasted vote, if you're voting for a Democrat in Oklahoma, that's a wasted vote. Because guess what? A Democrat's not going to fucking win in Oklahoma and. All the electoral college points still goes to fucking Trump, you know, this time. Like, so anytime you vote for the other party that didn't win, your vote was quote unquote wasted, if that's how you want to view it, because that's what people will tell you. If you vote libertarian, because I did last time, they're like, well, you just waste your vote, made sure Trump won. I'm like, I don't see how fucking voting for someone else makes it. We could actually get actual percentages of uh, what their odds would actually be like if we all go vote. Right. If everyone votes and they actually cared, I don't know. I just think. 
Biden isn't, I mean, I hate on each other. I think Biden has that weird sniffing people's hair thing. Maybe it ends there, but I find that hard to believe. You know, I haven't read too many. I know he has that one allegation from someone, but someone, something came out and said that wasn't a credible allegation. But either way, he sniffs little girl's hair, and that's fucking weird. And he can't remember shit in speeches. They won't let Joe Jorgensen into the debates because she'll fucking mop the floor with them, chances are, because neither one of them could fucking talk. I mean, not in like an intellectual way. Right. And Trump's in doing campaign rallies while he's president, which I'm still like, um, hey, man, you got the job. Like, you don't need to go on a fucking tour to stadiums. And he went to one here in Oklahoma, uh, got fucking hardly any people showed up, like a third of the building when he planned on having like a million, he claimed a million people wanted tickets. And then um, he blamed protesters for why people didn't show up. And I'm like, oh, the same people who aren't scared of nobody and they ain't going to let no one get in their way of blah, blah, blah. Now all of a sudden they're, now your supporters are scared because I thought they were like fucking Billy Badasses and shit. So it's all, it's yeah, all falling apart. There, I've seen all kinds of random news about the Tulsa one. He was blaming protesters. I was like, there was one entrance that was altered for like five minutes and got cleared up. Right. They arrested a woman who bought a ticket, but she had a shirt on and said, I can't breathe in line. Had a ticket and the cops came and arrested her. Are you? Oh my God. I'm like this. How do people not see this as fascist dictatorship stuff? Like kind of like when they threw the smoke bombs and shit to clear off for him to go take that picture in front of a church. Like that's not normal. No. Obama wouldn't have. Bush wouldn't have. Clinton. Like no president I can think of would have done that shit. Like this is it. I don't know. And people are just they love it. Like you see the picture of his crowd. He said some racist joke in Arizona last night and the crowd just fucking cracked up. Are you serious? Yeah. And everyone's like. Okay, and then, so to me, like, yeah, Trump's bad, but it's all the people that are on the Trump train that, I mean, they're going to ag it on. If he gets a reaction from the crowd, he's going to do it. That's just how Trump oh, works. Oh, he's going he's gonna to take it further because he hears the crowd smile and he feeds on it. He gets that little smirk and his right. voice gets crackling more and it gets more annoying. You're like, oh, shit, what's he about to say? China. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so um anyway i know you got to go here within like five minutes so i guess we'll wrap it up the only thing i'm gonna say is we may pause the music episodes so um i'm gonna at least do 40 whenever we get enough to do episode 40 after that we may put a pause on the music episodes for now honestly it's a lot of work they're not getting hardly any lessons anymore um they used to get way more than our normal ones uh so, you know, I'll, I'll still do it from out of time. We probably won't do the same schedule we're doing, you know. Right. Um, but I'll let every artist know. So, you know, send me music if you want to get on 40, if you happen to be listening to this or whatever. Uh, but we will probably slow it down then. I watched a video of a lady. She was standing in line. I don't know what kind of place it was. It was probably some on food court or something. And then there was another lady. And then you could see this lady that had a stroller and this older lady arguing. I don't know why, because there was no sound on the video. Right. And then all of a sudden, this older lady walks over there and deliberately coughs on this baby like six times. I saw that as well. Yeah. I was like, I was like, hey, honey, watch this video. What would you do? She goes, that lady wouldn't have left. Right. <laughs> and I was like, I already know. I was like, but there's a comment on here. It's like, I would have stopped a mud hole in that lady's ass and walked it dry. And I was like, I figured you'd say something catty like that, you know? Right. I mean, see, I'm not in too many scenarios with parents, you know, because I'm not a parent myself, but I do find it odd um, some of the videos you see where you're like, how does the parent not kill someone? Because my mom, I mean, my mom, I guess my mom can be mean or whatever at times, 
But like nothing ever crazy happened like that to me. But I just can just imagine my mom and yours as well. Yours for sure. Yours seems very like she would get on somebody. On my some mom, shit. if I was acting up in public or whatever, saying and I, she did. I didn't know she'd be around. She'd walk up, and snatch me up. Right. No matter. She'd do it to this day if she thought I was doing something wrong. She'd at least say something. Right. I mean, she'd smack my friends upside the head if she out seen them in public doing stuff they weren't supposed to be doing. My mom don't care. She's like, you're gonna do the right thing. Right. I mean, that's just the way my mom is. Um, oh, I did see my parents when saw my dad on Father's Day. We got him some, me and my mom together, got him some, the Samsung earbuds, you know, the wireless ones that I have because he's just sitting at home with his fucking new knee or whatever. And he, he really likes those. Um, but eventually, once he gets going, you know, I have to like go fishing and yeah. do shit. Yeah, I went and seen Gus. Uh, I had to work Father's Day, so uh, I had Saturday off, so I went down and seen Gus. And uh, which is my stepdad, but he's been in my life since I was four years old. So, right. and uh, good guy, but you know, he's his health's kind of in question. And uh, ask him if you want to go eat, he's like, No, I don't want to go anywhere because he's really just not trying to go anywhere. I was like, Well, you want me to go pick you up? So, it's Long Grove. I mean, they got like a Sonic and a pizza place. And he's like, I'll go for a burger. And so, I went and got him a burger, come right. back, and we hung out and visited a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, that's basically what we did. We went down for for the day. And then he started pedaling around, so it kind of started getting the kids to start kind of getting bored. Yeah. And tell us. I mean, I'm sure my parents, I was only there for like three hours. You know, I drove all that way to hang out for three, three and a half hours. I'm like, all right, well, I'm getting out of here. Well, they started going back to their normal routine, and we still got that drive. Right. That's what I'm thinking. I'm like, well, I'm going to try to get back too late. And I went and saw my grandparents um, because they have so many grandkids, but I'm like, I'm trying to get that grandfather clock someday. You know, so you got to put the time in. That's how yeah. I think about it. Uh, but uh, my dad said he did get our cousin Young Brand to help him with some stuff recently. Cool. And he was a good worker. Thanks, and he Young was, Brand. Uh, so I know I'm shout out you Young a few Brand. Times, but thank you. Right. That's exactly why I brought up. You hated him before. But young Brand's making strides. Hey, man. Coming back. If I see you do something wrong, I say something. I, I see you do something good, I get compliments. So it's, I mean, there you go. Um, all right. I don't think I really have anything uh, for this week uh, besides police brutality is bad. I don't think uh, cops should kill people. Well, I don't think they up. have any police in Georgia, from what I understand. They, <laughs> I know, all, that... turn, they all turn their badges in. Yeah, and I think it's weird to me, just as a last thing, I think it's weird that people are like, hey, we don't think cops should kill people. And they're like, huh, well, let's see what you do when people start raping you then. We quit. And I'm like, whoa, that's – I think – I didn't want you as a cop anyway, if that's your fucking attitude. I want people that want Man, people well, not to get afraid, hurt. I was afraid, see, now that they're shorthanded, they're going to get these unqualified gun hole people in there. Right. It's just going to be worse. Right. And then, again, the defunding the police thing is, I think, uh, again, they've been defunding, at least in Oklahoma, they everything. They don't need no goddamn tanks and SUVs and shit. They need normal fucking cars and a fucking notebook. Get them on some box around here. Shit, ride some traffic tickets. No, you don't have what? to be chase, high speed chasing, shooting everything. Right. Just fucking do old school cop work. That's what I'm all pitching here. And then apparently, cops are kind of racist. If you look at the history of cops, you know, back in the day, the Andy Griffith era, uh, you know, you had like your deputy in town, you know, your one mm-hmm. guy or whatever. Kind of how we, we grew up. Like, I'm sure Longo was like, where we didn't have a whole lot of real cops. You know, you had like a couple right. cops, but not like a fucking force. But it was all for slave catching. Like the whole, the first organized police force that went across state lines was to catch escaped slaves. Like that's what started it. So for anyone to act like, quit acting like cops are racist, like it literally started that way. So like, I do think uh, there is a lot of shit to it. We got to just kind of 
kind of look. But that at still them. come from the powers that be that control the money that right. were sending orders down. Right. Just like for instance, uh, a lot of people are going to say, you know, black communities uh, need grocery stores and all that stuff. And I'm like, well, guess what? Someone has to have the money to make one because fucking. You know, a corporation just isn't going to put one in there because the insurance would be so much. And so, really, you want to blame the insurance they companies. They would make any profit. Right. And the insurance companies are kind of at fault for a lot of this stuff, and even in housing scenarios, where if, like, uh, a neighborhood's majority black, all of a sudden your insurance rates go way the fuck up. So then people are like, well, I ain't going there. So, like, yes, it is a problem. I just don't know if it's the people's problem we're yelling at. You know, like, I think there's so much shit behind the scenes that... It's like, there's a lot of shit. That's the problem. It's like, I don't think it's the one another person. It's not our neighbor. It's the people that are putting the shit in place. Right. Just like last week, we had Aaron Harris on, and, you know, he pretty much at the end, something we've always said, he hasn't even listened to my podcast before, and was like, I kind of think it's all class. You know, I think poor people have more in common than rich people, you know, than the race separating. And I was like, man, I'll say that on this podcast all the time, and he ain't never listened. So I think some people get it. At least, you know, that's truly what I believe is uh, – you know, I see a lot of memes, like I said, before, like growing up black or growing up Mexican or whatever. I'm like, we did the same thing. We just were poor. <laughs> like, it's not about a race in some scenarios. Sometimes it is, of course. You know, right. I, again, when I've been poor of the cause, I never thought they're going to shoot me. So I, I, that is a difference. We talked last week. I've been treated poorly by officers like mouth me. You got a job. Right. You know what I mean? I, but I, they never pulled a gun on me and held it to me. You are correct. They never did any of that. So that's, I mean, that's my privilege. But. And then, like, you know, I got woke up out of a fucking being drunk out in public right and i already had handcuffs and the motherfucker was being rough because he was intimidated right with so. me sleeping he was intimidated right because that's the way they're trained just like well, when you wake up you're gonna wake up combative if you're in a drunk state right you well just are powwow mentioned many a long time ago when he got his gun license that guy that gave him the license basically like you're always looking for a reason for your defense so if you shoot someone you have your defense and when you're trained like that and you walk around of like why do I get to use this gun? I just think you are kind of like, you're on edge. You just saw it. So anyway, we're not going to solve it, but just want to say it sucks. But all right. Peace, man. All right. Peace.